Hey guys, I'm your host, Abigail Hawksworth, and this is Late Night Drives, the show designed to make spirituality and self-help accessible to everyone. I'll be sharing my discoveries with you as I find them through the context of relationships, work, family, friends, and spirituality, like advice from someone who's not older and wiser than you. You can follow the show to stay updated on releases. You can also follow my Instagram or TikTok at aehawksworth. That information is in the bio of the show as well. You guys can DM me on either of those with questions you have or content you want to hear, and I'll be answering some of those at the beginning of each episode. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Hey guys, uh, it has been a minute since I've uh, made a podcast episode or put one out. I am now in Seattle. I moved here on the 30th, 31st, something, one of those two days of December. Um, I'm very, very happy to be here. Um, It's nice to not have to worry about the weather anymore, which I live in Seattle, so that's like a funny thing to say, but this is like the dream situation for me and there's so much to do, there's people everywhere, I'm, I'm very happy about it. But with any move, it was a little draining, so I decided to just take a beat uh, from making episodes. I also was, you know, like working through some things in my own mind, and I feel like that would have been odd to give advice before I even like had my thoughts together about uh, all those things. So in the future, I plan to like give a heads up if I'm gonna have like a certain amount of weeks off. Um, But I'm still kind of new at this, so I'm just, you know, figuring it out as I go. Also, a new feature has been added to Spotify where you can rate the podcast you listen to. So if you guys do rate that or share it with a friend, it helps me out a lot. Um, I probably should have kept that, like, for another episode where I wasn't just on a break. Like, the reviews are going to be, like, one star. She never, ever makes episodes. (laughs) But (laughs) if you've enjoyed the content so far uh, or you feel so inclined, go ahead and give it a rating. Alright, so uh, today I wanted to start off with a little bit of a wrap-up from the last couple episodes, the conversation I had with my mom. You guys seemed to enjoy that one, which was really sweet to me because that was a fun episode or I guess series of episodes to do. But I mentioned a few times how I think that God is the wholeness of all experience, all the positive and negative, however we want to label them all together in that like massive existence and like coming and going of life is what God is and that's not really a positive or a negative thing um but that in and of itself is really beautiful and I wanted to touch on how I describe that as being beautiful because that honestly depends on where I'm at and it could depend on where you're at you know like in my best state I see that I I think of that concept and it makes me comforted to know like how wild this entire experience is. At my worst, it's kind of scary, I guess. And it might feel like it does sometimes to me, like then why are we here if not for some sort of progression or growth or meaning or anything, you know? And at my best, I can say that is simply the experience and for that I enjoy it or I have the choice to make personal meaning, or I do believe that some things are intended or guided in some way. Even if you don't believe those things to be true and you do think there is purpose, there's times that sneak up on us where it's really hard to 
see how that could be a good thing or wonderful or like this, you know, magical type of experience. So I just wanted to express that that is simply my viewpoint or I guess my perspective on my own belief system. Um, but that's not like, that doesn't have to be reality and it might not always feel like that. And that's okay. When I got to Seattle, I had a little bit of panic about like, am I moving fast enough in the direction of life I want to go? Um, and what are all these tiny steps for? Because I want to get to this idea of a destination as fast as I can. Um, and as living in the future does, it makes life a lot less enjoyable. I tried to think about how I got here. Um, it's a really nice direct comparison because I moved to Hawaii uh, almost exactly two years ago, I guess. Yeah. And there were tons of times there where I was lonely and sad and whatever, but I never worried about how fast I was getting where I was trying to go. I just knew that that's where I wanted to be at the moment. Um, and I, I tried to, you know, compare them back and forth. Was I doing anything more fulfilling? I literally, so I worked a couple jobs, but when I wasn't working, I would walk like an hour and a half to the beach I wanted to go to because it was nice and I had time. I would lay at the beach for like six hours and go swim in the ocean and go home and like listen to podcasts. And that was my day. And so I was like, no, I definitely was not doing something that was like more powerful and important. I was just happy to be there. And what I've come to is that I think the cycle of living in the past or the future, barring any mental illness, so say, you know, depression or anxiety, those things are things that your brain does that have little to do with your external circumstances. Um, so I'm just talking about like normal amounts of not being able to enjoy the present moment. I believe that the beginning of these cycles might start in shame. Uh, the reason I think this is because I have made tons of big, big steps in my life that I wasn't, I didn't second guess so much. I, I went with them and even if it didn't work out the way I wanted, um, I didn't really spend that much time like dwelling on it. I just thought, okay, well, we move on to the next thing. It doesn't really affect my perception of myself. Um, and that's how I felt when I went to Hawaii, too. But while I was there, um, I got flack from, like, multiple places about some of the choices I had made a few months prior. Um, things that I, I knew weren't, like, the best choices, but I'm, I wasn't that hard on myself about them because of where I was at in my life. And I got flack in a bunch of different ways about these choices and told like I, sh I shouldn't have even gone to Hawaii and I shouldn't have done this and I shouldn't have done that. And then when COVID happened and I went back home, I was like, what did I do? Like maybe all this was wrong. And guilt is a different emotion than shame. So the guilty part of me could have said, yes, this, this, and this, I owe people apologies for because I hurt them. Um, but shame is... Not that I hurt someone, but I am a hurtful person. Or, like, it alters your identity of how you see yourself. And it's important, you know, I spent the time, like, realizing that those things maybe should have been said differently to me or whatever. But it's not about blaming the people who brought these things to my attention or who made me feel shame because that's never the case. Um, 
what it's about is my responsibility to respond to those things. I am responsible for how much I let what others say about me affect my perspective of myself. Um, And I just kind of fell into the spiral of like, am I actually a good person? Am I this? Am I that? All these things I thought I was like, should I really be this confident in my choices when it hurts people sometimes? And I don't think the issue lies in shame itself. Every emotion has its place and it's there for a reason. So it's important to ask it why. But um, at what point does it become like, why am I still committing so much energy to shaming myself about these things? It's been two years. (laughs) Like, I'm sure I am harder on myself about it than the people who were even upset at me were. You know what I mean? Um... And that is the difference between shame and guilt. Guilt is something that you you know how to handle. You take responsibility. And that part was done. So this lingering feeling of like questioning my identity and my choices is entirely different. And shame doesn't inherently help us either. It, help, it has us hiding and quiet about who we are and embarrassed about things instead of being forthright and apologizing and moving on and going forward with our lives. I thought, who am I to be enjoying this time of my life where I'm like on an island doing this when I've hurt people? Like they need to see me be in pain to feel like I got what I deserved. Of course that cycle of shame (laughs) doesn't help me going forward. But with time that's developed in other areas where I feel like I need to prove somehow, either to myself or to others, that I make good choices. Like, I am worried about how quickly I get to the goals I, I'm trying to get to because I've, you know, been free-spirited. I didn't finish school, and so I, I like, it weighs on me that people don't see my potential. So then I make choices um, out of that instead of, you know, just living the life I want to live. And when I went to Hawaii, I feel like I was in flow there. Like I knew the types of choices I wanted to make and I wasn't concerned about how it was perceived. If you feel like you're constantly at odds with the past or the future, um, your expectations for yourself or how you wish you would have done things differently or how things could have gone differently, is there shame somewhere tied into that? And my guess is likely yes. Um, That can come in a lot of different forms. I mean, for me, like not finishing my education, I feel like I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about like wanting to show that I'm an intelligent person. Or maybe your parents had really high expectations for what you would do in your career. Um, Any area where your actions are based on making sure you don't feel like what people have told you you are. Um... Or possibly that you've told yourself that you are. What's provided me some relief um, from my worries about what I do moving forward and what happened in the past is to imagine life as though everything goes as it's supposed to go. Um, And let's not worry about evidence for a minute of whether that is the reality we live in or not. In your mind, what would life feel like if everything happened as it was and was meant to be? 
you made all the choices you were supposed to make. Because life is simply to be experienced, so there's no other way it could go. Every setback you've had or time of life where you were stuck is just as valid as the times where you were moving quickly and had confidence. Because they make up your life just as much as any other part does. There's no future destination you're running late to because life is happening now. It's what we're experiencing in this moment. It's more than okay to have goals. It's more than okay to know that you should have been treated differently in the past or to make different choices going forward based on what you've learned. But right now, we're just existing in this moment and that has very little to do with all those other things. We deserve to just be here and not make all the decisions in our life based on the shame we feel or our high expectations for ourselves. And sitting with that for a little bit of time, um, not concerning myself with what needs to be done or what has been done, made me realize how much of my mental space it takes up. Like, goddamn, am I worried about a lot of stuff when actually what's happening in this moment right now is nothing. Who and what are these expectations for? Does meeting them make my life better? Um, and I don't believe they do. Choices made out of fear rarely improve our lives. Unless it's like, you know, healthy fear, like you don't want to hurt yourself or whatever. But most fears, choices made out of fear, don't typically improve our lives. And that's more obvious in some ways, but shame can sneak up. Like we don't know that that's actually the reason we're making these choices. Um, for myself, is in the name of self-improvement. Or I know that at my age, I should be meeting this, this, and this goal. Um, and something about it doesn't feel right. But I think that's because I'm inept, not because it just isn't what I want. I was walking the other day and um, just kind of in a funk about all of this and wondering, like, is life really good if it only gets better in my head? Like, if it's all about perspective, but life doesn't actually, like, yes, it changes, but it constantly ebbs and flows. It doesn't just, like, go better forever, you know? Then what is that, you know? And I was just having a really hard time with the reality of those things. And a second thought came into my head that was, what if it's only so bad in your head? What if life is so good? and I don't see it because of my perspective. But likely it's neither of those realities and it's somewhere in the middle. There's no such thing as a more true way to see reality. It's every single person's perception is different. So I think if it's possible to try existing in another headspace for a little while and see if you feel relief. If you do, maybe that old way of thinking served its purpose and it might not be helping you anymore. And because we have the opportunity to have whatever perspective of life that we should want, um, why not adopt something that has a more positive impact on your life? 
and sometimes we don't realize we're there. Like setting goals feels good and it's important to, you know, want to make steps in our life forward. Um, it's also important to grow and change from decisions we've made in the past. But spending all of our mental time there is very, very different. Um, and all of life is what's happening now. So to spend all all this time thinking about where we might go and what we might do, um, we're missing out on the beauty, or if you want to call it that, of most of what we are going to experience, which is what's happening right now. And I think it's more important to find a way to cope with the reality that is the present. By trying on the perspective that everything is as it should be and all of what is great about life is happening right now, um, it showed me how far off from that I was and how much better that felt. And what we can do with that is start to make choices differently going forward and we can start in little ways and you know try that on and see how it feels for me right now that's you know testing out what life feels like if I'm not concerned about proving anything to myself or others living in shame living in the past or the future but I do think that principle applies in a lot of different ways because we get stuck in a lot of different ways it feels really great to not like think about everything you want to do or feel you need to do for a little while um, and it's allowed me to like get back to a place where I'm excited to just be here and like see what I experience every day. The happiest I've ever been in my life had little to do with my successes and I don't know living in a routine that I thought I should live in and it had a lot more to do with letting myself enjoy the moment I was in, believing that I had just as much a right to be happy to sit on a beach or be in a coffee shop or be at work without it being based on what it says about how many strides I've taken in my life and where I'm at and where I'm going. And instead has everything to do with the fact that we all deserve to enjoy the experience of being a human should we want to. If you guys want to know more specifically on the topic of shame, Brene Brown is a great resource. Uh, she talks about it backwards and forwards in TED Talks and books. If you guys want to talk to me about all that, you can always DM me on Instagram or TikTok or with any questions, comments you have about other stuff. Um, I will have an episode up a week from today, so this coming Sunday. But until then, you guys, have a great week. Bye.